With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Lord, we say, how lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty, for my soul longs and
hear a cry, saying, send you to four. I see dark clouds, but I see a light. I see an army of warriors, hope deferred within. I hear a voice saying, can these dry bones live? This is 
All right, praise God, we're back. Just want to welcome everybody back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. It is the 29th of March, 2012, and we're about 31 minutes past the hour. Uh, Tonight we'll be broadcasting from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Central Standard Time. And so I just want to invite everybody to stick around and join with us. You know, tonight we're going to get into a little bit of talking about spiritual warfare. We're going to talk about our enemies. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, just things we can do to overcome. And actually this will probably turn into a couple different nights. Uh, We'll go back and forth. We'll have some prayer tonight. Uh, We'll get into the Word tonight. Obviously, we may go back into worship a little bit later. You know, this is a two-hour show, so we're just kind of going to go with the flow of what's going on. First of all, I want to thank everybody in the chat room. Just want to encourage everybody. Um, You know, the Bible says to seek peace and pursue it, and I just want to encourage everybody to pray for one another, declare the Word of God over each other, you know, encourage one another, exhort one another, speak the truth in love. You know, there's nothing wrong with truth. The Bible says speak the truth in love, so I just want to encourage you guys. You know, uh, we are the body of Christ, and a lot of us, and uh, a lot of us, you know, we uh, we all develop at different uh, rates, some faster than others, some slower than others. But the main thing is that we're growing in Christ. We're learning of him. We need to learn from our mistakes. We need to ask God to turn our mistakes into miracles. You know, God can take our mess and turn it into a message. And the bottom line is we all fall short of the glory of God. No one's perfect. You know, we've all missed it and messed it up before. And so, you know, you guys learn to be forgiving. Learn to be gentle. Um, Like I said, speak truth and love. Never back down from the word of God. But, you know, if you're going to use the word as a weapon, use it against your real enemy. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So just realize um, we're fighting a good fight of faith. We're not fighting each other. But God wants us to fight a good fight of faith. You know, he told me to talk about spiritual warfare tonight, Um, actually the last few nights, the other night, we got into Psalm 23, I was going to get into the armor of God, we kind of went past that and got into Psalm 23, we may get into Ephesians 6, uh, the, you know, the last two-thirds of the chapter, uh, which obviously goes along with spiritual warfare, it's the armor of God, but I may talk about some other things tonight, I'm just going to see what the Lord kind of pops up, but before we do this, I want to pray. It sounds like we just need the Holy Spirit to be in our midst. So, again, I want to speak blessings over everybody in the chat room tonight, everybody listening by phone, everybody listening by archive, and however you're listening, uh, just realize God loves you. He's got a plan for your life. And I also want to encourage you, you know, we're going to have different people come in and out of the chat room. And so just make an endeavor to, to seek peace and pursue it. Um, if you guys want to go back and forth um, in a, you know, different spirit, listen, you've got private chat boxes. Um, so if you guys have to get a graphic or get into things or get into personal business or anything like that, uh, save it for the private chat boxes. 
I only say that in love, so nobody get offended and drop off. I love you guys. I love you girls. Listen, we're praying for you. We're here to help uh, shepherd and nurture and encourage and exhort and equip and empower. You know, that's what Sean and I and from time to time different men of God, women of God that come on the platform, that's what we're trying to do. So I just want to speak the love of God over you guys and just let you know I love you. And uh, you've always got a home here at Prayer International. Uh, you know, we're going forward here in the state of Texas. They're going to recognize us as a church once we get a few things in place. And, you know, we're going to go forward in that ministry as an international ministry, as a local church, and as a, uh, what they're calling Internet Church, which so far Texas has not ever recognized anyone as an Internet Church. So we're going to be the first to pioneer that, at least here. And um, I know it's happening on the Internet, and I know people are doing things. But we're going to go forward with it and just trust the Lord. Uh, you know, we've prayed about this for about 15 months and just feel like we've got the green light on it. So you guys pray for us as we kind of step into that. Um, again, you know, we just want it to be open and free for the Holy Spirit to have his way and for good ministry, vital ministry to take place among people in the chat room and over the air and live and whether we do it by radio, video, or whatever media the Lord works out for us. We just want to do it all for the glory of God and for his praise, for his glory, not our own. So praise God. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just give you praise and we thank you for what you're doing. And, Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you for what you're doing, Lord. Father, right now we just speak blessings over our sister Wendy. Speak blessings over our brother Reno, over Grandma 47, Lost X, No X, No More, and Minister Grock, and those that have been in and out. We, we had Mark in there and a couple other people, a few guests. They'll be back probably. And we just want to praise you, Jesus, ask your blessings upon these men and women of God tonight. Father, we pray your will be done and your kingdom come. Father, just as it is in heaven, let it be in the earth tonight. Lord, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We ask that your Holy Spirit would rule and reign, that your presence would be acknowledged, your presence would be experienced, that your glory would be encountered to the fullest, that everyone that's listening to the sound of my voice, Father, that they would experience your Holy Spirit tonight as we declare your word, as we preach truth. We ask that your Holy Spirit would follow with signs following, that you would minister to the hearts of the hearers, Father, rip off the blind, uh, blinders, the scales from their eyes, and, Father, those that don't know you, Father, we pray that you would reveal truth to them, that they would receive Jesus as Savior and Lord and Master of their lives. Father, those that don't know the Holy Spirit to your fullest, we pray that you would fill them, impart them, empower them, encourage them in the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. And, Father, we pray, Lord God, that, Father, you would just address uh, any issues, Father, gently. And, Lord, bring transformation, bring change that we would bring glory to you. Father, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in my life and my wife's life tonight, Lord, for Sean and Rebecca, Paul and Olivia, and, Father, for those that are our Christian family, we lift up Sister Cheryl with JC Overcomer Ministries and our sister in Singapore, Ophelia, some of those that aren't with us tonight, Father, Sherry with Pet Prep Radio. Father, we just pray for those, Lord God, that you'd move in a mighty way. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for, for Minister Grock. 
Lord, I pray right now, Lord. Lord, I thank you for this man of God, Lord. I ask, Father, that you would raise him up. Raise him up. Raise him up, Lord. Set him up, Lord, for good things, Lord. And I thank you, Father. Even though the enemy comes in, Lord, you said like a flood, you would raise up a standard against him. And so we just declare, Lord God, no weapon formed or fashioned against Minister Grock is going to prosper. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that you are that you are moving in a mighty way. You're moving in a mighty way in his life. And, Father, I ask, Lord God, that you would just set him up in this season, Lord, that you would help him not be weary in well-doing, but, Father, he would be encouraged, he would be strengthened. And, Lord, we thank you for your strength. We thank you for your encouragement, Holy Spirit, tonight, that you're raising this man up to do mighty works. You said those that know you would be strong and do great exploits. So, Father, strengthen him and allow him to do great exploits in your holy name, Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Just want to let you know we will pray throughout the night as the Lord leads me. I may just stop and pray for some of you. Uh, if you've got prayer requests, put them in the chat room. And um, you may send them in a private chat to me also because sometimes the, the uh, chat room scrolls up so fast. And if I get into a flow, I may not even be looking at the chat room sometimes for maybe five or ten minutes. So I go back to it. I just kind of, I never know what I'm going to do half the time. So uh, feel free to do that. You can always email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com or prayer at prayerinternational.org. You can send your prayer requests in that way. We've also got a website up at www.prayerinternational.org. And you can go to that, check it out. We've got some videos on Ustream YouTube. We've also got uh, some devotionals going up at least once or twice a week right now. Eventually, it'll be daily again. Just we've taken on quite a bit lately, so we're doing what we can. But you know, the Bible says that we're to fight the good fight of faith. And that's exactly what it is. You know, we want to talk about this Christian walk. And we need to realize the Bible says to endure hardness as a good soldier. All these different references are made about battles, about warfare, about fighting, uh, being the army of God, being a soldier, fighting our enemies. You know, we see all these different references in the Bible. And a lot of times... You know, we need to really comprehend the fact that there's spiritual warfare going on around us. That there's spiritual warfare going on everywhere. And you know, sometimes we'll have a tendency to point towards people. We need to realize that yes, the enemy can use people. The enemy can use the people closest to us. The enemy can use family, friends, church people, uh, bosses, neighbors, whoever he chooses. Okay, but the bottom line is, the Word of God says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Okay? But we're told 
to fight the good fight of faith, to lay hold on eternal life. Okay? And we need to realize, this is 1 Timothy 6.12, fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. The bottom line is you're called to eternal life. You're called to this fight of faith. And no matter what you think, warfare is always going to surround the birth of a miracle. Before God blesses you, before you get the victory, or before amazing things happen in the kingdom in your life, the enemy is going to give you all he's got. The enemy is going to come at you uh, swinging right and left, pulling out the big guns and coming after you with whatever he can. The Bible says the enemy seeks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's always looking to devour somebody. He's always looking to steal, kill, and destroy. That's the nature of the beast. That's the nature of his ways. The Bible says, be not ignorant of the enemy's devices. But we're not to be ignorant of the schemes and the plots of the enemy. In fact, Proverbs tells us that a wise man perceives evil and prepares himself. And so we need to begin to get our minds. The Bible says, set your mind on things above and not on things below. And as we begin to get a heavenly perspective on things, as we begin to let God bring us up higher in his realm, hey, Sherry, God bless you. We prayed for you. We're praying for you, and we'll continue to pray for you. Just want to say hi. I'm not going to be in the chat room for just a little bit, so just bear with me. You guys chat amongst yourselves. (laughs) LOL. Anyways, listen. There's always going to be a fight. In fact, as long as you serve God, as long as you walk in the kingdom, as long as you run after the things of God, the enemy is going to come after you. Okay? But the Bible says that he's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. Everything that you need to defeat the enemy, God's given you weapons of warfare. He's given you You know, he says, let the high praise, Psalm 149 says, let the high praise of God be in their mouth and the two-edged sword in their hands. And we need to realize that praise is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. The name of Jesus is a weapon. Worship and praise is a weapon. Prayer is a weapon. Truth, even though it's a piece of the armor we call the belt of truth, it's a weapon. There are certain characteristics, there are certain things that God's given us, whether it be character traits or giftings or uh, just things at our disposal that we can use to defeat the enemy. The bottom line is God's given us victory already. God has won the victory already. And as long as you're seeking the things of God, as long as you're running after God, you're going to have to dig your heels in Put up your shield of faith and get ready to fight. And get ready to fight. You know, we have enemies. Jesus always had enemies. And Scripture reveals this in Jesus' own words that he recognizes enemies. In John seven nineteen, he says, Why go you about to kill me? 
Why do you go about to kill me? Jesus knew who, who was against him. He knew who was for him. And, you know, the bottom line is we're going to have to realize, we're going to have to realize who's for you and who's against you. Who's for me? Who's against me? First of all, God is for you. And he's not against you unless you are a threat to his kingdom, unless you are against him, unless you are trying to uh, tear his kingdom and his people apart. God is for you if you're for him. And an uncommon achiever, somebody that is open to success in the kingdom of God, Listen, the, the common always resent the uncommon. The impure always despise the pure. The unholy always hate the holy. Lazy people despise people that are diligent. Poor people usually sneer at those that are rich. And sometimes we need to realize, you know, there's there's light and there's darkness. There's two different ends of the spectrum. And as long as you're on one, the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let that not let that man not think he could receive anything from the Lord. And there's always going to be something in your life or someone in your life that opposes what the Lord is telling you to do. There's always going to be someone in your life that is against you. But we need to realize we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But it's the enemy, his name is Satan. And he likes to use people. He likes to use circumstances. He likes to use things. You know, Jesus always expected his disciples to stir up enemies. Listen to Matthew 10, 22. It says, and you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. The disciple is not above his master. The servant is not above his Lord. It's, it's enough that the disciple is like his master. It, it's it's enough for the servant to be as his Lord. And if they call Jesus Beelzebub, the master of the house, Beelzebub, Matthew 10, 24, 25 will give reference to this, how much more should they call them of his household? I mean, if they call Jesus a glutton and a drunkard, if they call Jesus Beelzebub, how much more are people going to come against us, his followers? If they treated Jesus like garbage, how much more are we going to be hated and despised like uh, despised by people? So Jesus expected his disciples to stir up enemies. Jesus will expect you in your lifetime you're going to have enemies. Jesus instructed his disciples to anticipate it. He said, get ready for it. Get ready for it, guys. He told them this is how he instructed them. Get ready for it. Anticipate it. Expect it because it's going to happen. Matthew ten sixteen tells us, we back up a little bit. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. He says, come on, guys. Uh, and for inspiration, listen, right now, uh, if you, 
yeah, we will pray for you. Uh, just give me a few minutes because I, I want to get into something. Okay, and um, if you want to send me a private chat, let me know the nature of your call, and uh, we'll start praying, have intercessors praying. And then um, I will take some live calls here in a little bit just to address uh, inspiration in the chat room right now. So you can call in. You may be hanging for just a little bit. I don't have access to a switchboard just yet uh, to, to bring the call in, but I will here in a little while. So um, if you want to send me a private chat, just let me know what's going on. Have some of the people in the chat room pray for you as well. We will pray for you. Okay, we're not trying to neglect you or put you off. Um, I'll have access to the switchboard here in a little bit uh, when I can get back to it. So I uh, praise God. So he tells us, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves, innocent like doves. He said he'd send us as sheep among wolves. So expect warfare, expect it. Now, I'm not telling you to, you know, embrace it necessarily. I'm not telling you to get excited about it and get motivated about it because, you know, nobody likes it. See, this is the part of the breaking, the brokenness and the discipline factor. You know, there's certain things in our Christian walk that we just have to endure and go through just like our master did. And Jesus warned his disciples ahead of time that men would become their enemies and we'll continue with Matthew ten seventeen and 18. So really just read Matthew 10 when you get a chance. Just focus on Matthew 10. And that will give you an idea of what Jesus told his disciples about enemies. And of course, if you're a modern-day disciple of Christ, this will apply to you too. It says, beware, Matthew 10, 17, 18 says, beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils. They will scourge you in their synagogues. Have you ever been scourged in church? Have you ever gone around some church people and, and left feeling worse than you came? It happens. It happens. You know, I'll be the first to tell you, sometimes church people can be the worst. Anytime I get a business card with a fish on it, a caution flag goes up because, honestly, sometimes in the world I've, I've done more business with people that do not claim Jesus, that have more integrity than the people that do. And it's sad to say that, but it's true. And, again, if that offends you um, for me to say that, I'm sorry, but experience tells me, you know, this is what happens. Experience tells me this is what happens. All right, praise God. All right, well. Here we go. Well, I just want to speak blessings to our brother, uh, Brother Reno. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I'm not sure I'm following you, but I just speak uh, blessings over you, brother. You know we love you, and you're always welcome here. Uh, you're always welcome here. So, 
Just know that. And uh, so here we go. Listen to this. So Matthew 10, 17, and 18, he says, They scourge you in their synagogues, and you shall be brought before governors and kings for my name's sake for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. So not only does Jesus warn us of the devil, but Jesus warns us about people. The devil can use people. And sometimes they'll use the people closest to us to hurt us. And so I don't want you guys to get disillusioned in your Christian walk, and I don't want you to get weary. I don't want you to lose heart. I just have to put it out there like it is. I just want you to realize how it is, okay? And I don't want you to get disillusioned, brothers and sisters, because, you know... Sometimes people can discourage us. Sometimes people can hurt us. They can do it in the name of God. They can do it in the name of love. Sometimes they can just do it straight out with hate in their hearts. Okay? And it it causes us to get weary. It causes us to get weary. But, you know, Jesus said, don't be weary in well-doing. Because if you if you hang on, if you hang in there, you'll reap a harvest if you faint not. So don't faint. Don't get weary. Don't get weary. You know, this is the thing. This is Jesus. He says about enemies. And tonight I'm going to talk about this. I don't know why I'm going here. I've been wanting to get into the armor of God. But you guys, if you... And then following this, I've taught on it a couple times in the last year. Uh, it's Galatians 6, the the last two-thirds of it. We'll get into it because that's part of warfare. We need to have our armor on so we can fight. But it's not some medical, metaphorical space suit that we put on. Um, it's not some going through the motions as if we're putting on, you know, this special garment that's going to do anything against the devil, but it's walking in the character of God, walking in the love of God, walking in faith and belief and confidence in God as a shield. If you're confident in God and who he is in your life, it will be a shield of faith. If you have belief and trust and you rely on the Lord in all things, it will be a shield of faith. And when the enemy hurls those darts and those arrows and people hurl insults and negative words and they begin to even try to bring up your past to dictate your future. See, God will never dictate your future based on your past. Now, I won't say that you'll never have some repercussions based on your past and that your sin will never bring forth uh, issues in your life because it will. But if you put it under the blood and if you confess your faults, he's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Okay, but people will take your past and use it against you. God won't. God won't. So, you know, we've got to have our shield of faith up to extinguish these fiery darts. And, you know, we just want to speak this. Since you put that out in the private chat and in the uh, open chat, I just want to let you know inspiration. Hey, listen, Jesus loves you, brother, 
or sister. I don't even know if you're a brother. I don't know who you are yet, okay? So you can let me know. Uh, just type it in there. But listen, this is the deal. I had those same addictions in my life, in my past, okay? Uh, my wife and I, our past was full of addiction. But the Lord broke those powers of addiction in our lives. We got people praying with us. We begin to meditate on the Word of God. We begin to seek God for His help. Listen, there's power in the Holy Spirit. And God wants you to be free. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Okay? And this situation isn't too hard for God. Now, people might beat you up with it. You know, your parents might be upset about it. I'm not encouraging it, okay? First of all, I want to say that I'm not encouraging it at all. But I'm not judging you, and I'm not throwing stones. And we'll get back into the enemy's thing. I want to just pray for inspiration right now. If you guys are in the chat room, lift up prayer for inspiration for the power of addiction to be broken in their lives. For the power of this marijuana addiction to be broken in their lives. Whatever addiction it is. Listen, I've struggled with that in my life, but as you set your eyes and you set your focus on God and you get around people that are not full of that addiction and you get and just get around people that can pray for you and you get the word of God inside of you. And if you have to work a 12-step program or you just get flat out delivered, whatever it is, you know, pursue freedom, pursue deliverance, pursue sobriety, and God will meet you in the middle of that, and Jesus will help you quit, I'm telling you, straight up, Jesus will help you, he loves you, and he's not throwing stones at you, and he's not condemning you, okay, it's not that, don't get me wrong, okay, I'm, I'm not saying it's not that big of a deal, but it's not too hard for God to take care of the situation in your life. Just trust him with it. Trust him with it. You know, the more you get in the presence of God, the more you get in the glory of God, the more you get filled with his word on the inside of you, it will bring freedom. It will bring deliverance. It's an inward process working out. And, you know, you just keep running to God. Keep running to God. Don't run from him. When you struggle... When you fall into this temptation, when you go through this stuff, don't use it as an excuse to back off from God, but just keep running to him, running to him, running to him, running to him, getting filled with his spirit, getting filled with his word. Get into a church, get into a place where they believe in the delivering power of God. Get into a group of believers that believe that Jesus Christ can set you free because he can. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's declaring victory in your life. So right now, I'm speaking to inspiration in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray right now that you would break the bondage and the power of addiction in their life. So Father, in the name of Jesus, you would bring freedom, that your presence would so fill them, that they would feel your glory in such a heavy way, such a weighty, heavy glory, that a tangible presence of God would so wash over them tonight that it would break all the power of darkness, it would break all this bondage, it would break all this addiction. And I pray, Father, when they wake up in the morning, Lord, there would be a freedom, that the heaviness would be broken, and that, Father, that power of addiction would be broken, that, Lord God, you would just cause the, it to fade into the background, 
and that it would just begin to grow dim in the light of your glory and grace, Lord. And Father, I pray, Lord God, that you take the urges, take the, the desires. Lord, and instead of wanting to run and get high, they'd want to run and get in your presence. You just give them such an overwhelming desire and a drive and a motivation to get into your presence. Give them such a hunger and a thirst for your word that it stirs up in them. And let your presence become the new addiction. Let your word become the new addiction in their life. They would just want to know you. And you know, I want to encourage you, and we're going to pray. We're going to pray for you. But the first step is you need to get saved. You need to become born again. You need to ask Jesus into your heart. So I'm going to pray a prayer. And if you're listening, I want you to I want you to repeat it after me wherever you are. Okay, whether you're in your room or your office or your car or wherever you're at. I'm going to pray a prayer. I want you I want you to just pray it with me. And it may seem like a formality. It may be something you've done before. But but tonight I want you to do it in faith. In fact, if you want to, okay, I'm going to give you an invitation. Call in. Go ahead and call in tonight. And I'm going to pray with you. Okay, I'm about to break for a song. And if you'll call in, um, I'll pray with you. And we can go ahead and take care of this right now. Because God loves you. Listen, the first step is receiving Christ into your heart. And receiving the power of his Holy Spirit to come in. Because, see, you can't do it in your own strength. You can't do it in your own strength. But listen, the Holy Spirit can free you up. So just realize God loves you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for inspiration. I pray, Lord, that you reveal yourself to them in a mighty way, not just as Savior and Lord, but as healer and deliverer. That you release your victory into their life. And, the Father, they would receive you in the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, right now we don't cast any stones. We just speak love, power, and a sound mind over them right now. That this demon of addiction, these strongholds and these bondages would be broken in Jesus' name. I declare your blood is speaking for inspiration right now. And you're breaking every curse. You're breaking every stronghold. You're breaking every demonic bondage. And you're bringing freedom, bringing freedom. Bring freedom. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that you're a good God. You've got a plan for inspiration. You've got a plan to give a hope and a future, to raise them up, to do great things for you, to raise them up to have a life they never dreamed of. Lord, where, where that's the last thing on their mind. So, Lord, I just speak a blessing right now. Listen, if you're listening, I want you to just ask Jesus. Just say, Lord Jesus. It's okay to repeat after me. Lord Jesus. Just pray it to God. I realize that I'm a sinner. 
but I also realize that you shed your blood for me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and forgive me of my sins. Lord Jesus, I want heaven to be my new home. So as your word says, I repent of my sins. I turn from my wicked ways. And I ask you to heal me. I ask you to deliver me. And I ask you to set me free. Lord, even though this feels like a formality, it's okay to tell him that. Lord, even though this feels like a formality, I really want to know you. And I really want you to come into my life. Give me eternal life. Deliver me from my addiction. And reveal yourself to me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now listen, it's not the words. It's not that you pray this prayer or another prayer no one to say amen. It, Jesus just said it like this. Look, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus, then you shall be saved. Okay, look, we all sin. We all fall short of God's glory. We all miss it, mess it up. We all boil it. But Jesus' blood covers us. And he wants you to experience him in a real way. He's, he's a real God. It's not about religion. It's not about how much you go to church. It's not about how much you read your Bible. It's about encountering him. It's about experiencing him and his love. And so just receive him tonight. Ask him to help you. Just keep asking him to help you. Keep running to God. And I'm telling you, he's going to set you free. He's going to set you free. I'm I'm a living testimony. I've been delivered from cocaine addiction. Marijuana addiction, alcohol addiction, methamphetamine, you name it, I was right there. Okay, my wife will tell you, she's been through some of that herself. God is real. He wants to set you free in the name of Jesus, by the power of Jesus Christ. And he will do so if you pursue him. He will deliver you. So we just speak love to you tonight. We just speak peace over you tonight. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Well, look, we're crying with you in joy, okay? The angels, the angels are rejoicing right now, okay? And I'm not saying this is a formality. And, you know, I don't do this to build a big ministry. I do this because I know Jesus is real. Okay, I do this because I know he can set you free. I, I speak the truth on this radio show because we want people to experience Christ. And those that already know him, we just want them to grow deeper in love with him, fall deeper in love with him. So I, I praise God that you're crying right now, and I praise God that God's touching you right now. And God will set you free from your addictions, okay? 
So you, you've got a church home here anytime you need it. We'll never judge you. We'll never throw stones at you. And the people here in this chat room will pray for you. And people will help carry you, okay? People will help carry you into a deeper relationship with God. But most of all, Jesus himself and the Holy Spirit themselves, they're going to do it. And it's going to be real to you. It's not about a person or a man or a church or anything. And some of that stuff helps keep you on track. I'm not preaching against that stuff. I'm just saying that it's about God and not about people. Okay, so God bless you tonight. And I'm glad that the Lord's touching you. Praise God. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and break for a song. And, uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited what God's doing. So I just speak blessings over everybody in our chat room tonight. And we'll get back into the teaching. Where I'm going to be on this enemy thing for a while. I'm going to be on this spiritual warfare thing throughout the week. Okay, so we're, we're going to get into this stuff. And I want you guys to process this stuff about what I'm saying because it's truth. And it needs to be taught. It needs, it needs to be received. It needs to be practiced. We can hear God's word all day long, but if we don't do it, what good is it? So, listen, blessings to everybody. I'm, I'll be right back. I'm just going to break for a song for a minute so I can regroup. And I'm excited about what God's doing tonight. And inspiration, if that was the first time you ever received Christ, welcome to the kingdom. And, uh, you know, just realize God loves you. God loves you. He's got an awesome plan for your life. Okay? Baby, wait on the Lord. It shall renew their strength. And they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. And they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk not faint, and they shall.
Uh, praise God. Well, we're back. You know, it's funny. As you guys know, um, there's idiots out there. You know, um, <laughs> we just have to pray for stupid people. And, um, you know, they can't help it. Some of them don't know. And uh, they don't realize what they're doing. Some of them do. Some of them want to be a threat to God's kingdom. But, you know, we just have to pray for them. We're always going to have warfare. We're always going to have enemies. Um, unfortunately, there's there's wise people and there's stupid people in the world. And God says it very plainly in the Proverbs um, that there's foolish and wise people. And these people that are, you know, naming other names, praying to other gods, false gods, little g-o-d-s, you know, there's one true God. There's one true God, and his name is Jesus. And, you know, one thing is he says that the fool says in his heart there is no God. The fool says, I won't bow my knee to Jesus Christ. But there's going to be a day when every knee bows and every tongue confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord of the glory of God the Father. And it may not be on this side of eternity. And, you know, you guests can keep filling up, and, and I know most of these guys that are coming in, most of these guys that are coming in as guests are just trying to kind of mess up the show probably, but just for the sake of things, I'm going to leave it um, open just to see what happens. You know, as far as I know, you'll have to call in and call. We've got like up to 100 callers, so feel free to call as much as you want to call. But, you know, the deal is, All right, well, you know, we just got to kick people out that do that sometimes. And if they want to come in and play their games, that's fine. You know, this is the deal. We're going to have enemies. And Jesus said, just fear not because he's overcome the world. Greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. And, you know, it's just par for the course. You know, if you're going to preach the gospel, people are going to hate you. If you're going to tell the truth, people are going to mess with you. But, you know... We'll keep praying for them. We'll keep blessing them. We'll keep speaking the words of God over them. Amen, God. We don't tolerate Jezebel. Amen. You know. All right, so you guys just keep praying. Yeah. So, hey, maybe they will. We're just going to keep praying for them. Keep loving them. They can keep playing their games. And uh, we just trust that the Lord's going to do what he's going to do, you know. They can keep messing with the show. But the deal is, guys, you know, I just pray. God says he's going to shake everything that can be shaken. So you can keep messing. You can keep doing your games. God's going to come in, and he's going to basically shake your life up. And he's going to send the angel of the Lord at your door. And he's going to send circumstances into your life. When he starts shaking your life and when you wonder why you're tormented and when you wonder why you're sick in your body and you wonder why 
nothing's going right for you. It may be because you've taken yourself as a threat. You've put yourself as a threat against the kingdom of God. And you can pray to whatever God you want, whether it's Cthulhu or Zeus or whatever. Look, all this is, is just a joke, man, and the inspiration. We're praying for you. If you're struggling with marijuana, if you're having a hard time in church, whatever the deal is, you know, God wants to really redeem your life. God wants to really reveal himself to you. Okay, we lift up the name of Jesus in this chat room. We lift up the name of Jesus on this radio show. We lift up the name of Jesus. And no other name can be named. No other name will bring salvation besides the name of Jesus. So that's okay. You guys can keep playing games. And we'll see what happens. You know, God's good. God's real good. And he's going to get all the glory. He'll get all the glory. So, you know, that's all I had to say about that. God is going to get all the glory. And if you're on God's side, you'll be on the winning side. And if you're not, you're straight up a loser. And that's that's really how it goes. You know, God says the fool, and if you want to be a fool, and you want to play foolish games, God has a way of shaking up your world. And I welcome Him to do so. In fact, I encourage it. I pray it, and uh, I'd love to see God shake your world up so much that you come running into the house of God, crying out for Jesus, because it'll happen like that. I've seen it happen plenty of times. Plenty of times. And, uh, you know, God's not worried about that. If he has to level you, if he has to level you, if he has to send you running, crying down the road, you know, sometimes he allows the enemy to take people out completely. And I don't mean to sound like a gloom and doom preacher. Yeah, pretty much. But that's okay. You know, you guys can do your thing. Guess what? God's bigger. God's bigger. Um, you know, I think that Zion is a holy place of God, and I don't think much about Zionists. I think a lot about Christians. I don't waste my time thinking about stuff like that. You know, um, it's foolish. It's just vain to see. So, you know, hey, this is the deal. Probably not taking any calls tonight. But Jesus will take your call, man. You don't need a prayer from a man. You need a, a blessing from a Savior. You need God to come into your life. And redeem your life from the curse. And you know, you have to choose who you're going to serve. If you want to serve the devil, well, then you can have his reward. If you want to serve the Lord, you can have his reward. So, you 
Read the Bible, brother. Guess what? God God strikes a lot of people down. Yeah, so anyways. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Make sure you do the right one as well. You know Uh well, you know, anyways, I know people are just trying to ruin the show tonight. So we just
praise God, we're back. And uh, we got Hi, Chris. Sherry on the line. Hey, Sherry, how you doing? Hey, pretty good. Um, you know, I was really tired until all this, um, all these people started infiltrating tonight, and I felt um, moved to call and share um, a little story. <laughs> yeah, feel feel free. Cool. Well, um, I think it's interesting that so many um, haters have been led to us tonight to experience what love is. Um, we know the world's pretty empty right now, and a lot of people are searching for love because hurting people hurt people. So I just bless you in the name of Jesus, folks out there that have stopped by to um, play play around with us Christians here. And... Um, you know, I just like to mention that before I I asked Jesus to be Lord and Savior over my life, um, I was a witch. Um, I was really into earth magic and candle magic and runes and cards and all kinds of psychic type of activity, and I was sought after. Um, amongst my peers, I worked in the heavy metal music industry. I was heavily involved in a lot of um, really hardcore things, including some other things I probably don't want to talk about tonight. But the point trying to make to um, all the people that are calling in or, you know, joining us in the chat is that um, there came a time in my life where I was so, I was at a point where I wanted to kill myself because I had sold my soul basically to Satan, to Lucifer, and didn't even know it. I didn't even realize, you know, astrology, you know, it started out innocently with astrology and stuff. Plus, in my family, it's generational. So my family's involved, my family had been involved in uh, the occult for generations. So this was something that was like, you know, passed down and stuff because demons do that they they stick with you and um so i just wanted to let you um let the folks know that are stopping by and think that what they're doing is funny that you know i thought that the occult stuff you know was giving me an advantage even though i didn't realize it, it really was like a lie it was a big lie i didn't even know i was being lied to and then I thought, you know, wow, you know, I'm getting stuff, I'm powerful, um, you know, things would come to me, I was doing spells and things like that, um, I was being visited by things, um, it, it was just um, pretty intense stuff, and I'm not glorifying that, I'm just saying that it's part of what brought me to find out that I was hanging out with a cheap imitation what I really was seeking, I had no idea that the most high, I mean, when you do spells, you pray for protection to God, okay? All demons were created. They fell from heaven when Lucifer, you know, decided he wanted to be like God. And Satan, he became the name Satan. He was given the name Satan. He and a third of the angels fell and they are, you know, there's no power there. It's very, very limited. If you really want power, 
if you really want to uh, be strong and you really want to be the person that um, that has all of that, why go with a cheap imitation? Go with the Most High, God, Yahweh, the Creator, Jehovah, Jesus, His Son. That's the only way. It's the only way because the other way is death. If you just want to die and live in a lake of fire and never never have a drop of water for the rest of your eternal life, you know, stick with a cheap imitation. If you like to be lied to and um, if you really want to be with a destroyer that just wants, your, wants to kill you and everything that you even love, you know, stick with that. But if you want real love, if you want real love, real peace, real joy, real... Um, like a deliverance from pain and sorrow and aching and slavery to drugs and alcohol and sex and perversion and and um, you know like just being like you, you just can't get enough you can't get satisfied you know you're not you're never going to be satisfied without Jesus and you're never going to have power without Jesus. And you're never going to have peace without Jesus. And you're never going to know love until you know Jesus, because that is the ultimate love. That is love. Jesus is love. And if you're looking for those things, and you are, because you're with the wrong team right now, if you want to be delivered right now from witchcraft and sexual addiction and perversion and drugs and alcohol and abuse, you know, right now I want you to say a prayer with me. And just you know, say it in your own words or just repeat after me. Dear God, I don't know you, but I know you're there. And I want you to make yourself real to me right now. And I don't know this girl is talking, and maybe I don't even believe this girl is talking, but make yourself real to me right now, and I will believe in you. I will accept you into my heart. I will turn away from the things that I've been doing that I know are wrong, but I can't help doing in the name of Jesus. And I, and I want to live for you, and I want to be free in the name of Jesus. And if you're sincere and you prayed that prayer with me right now, I want you to privately email Chris, who's the, who is Prayer International, and be sincere and tell him. And if you need a Bible that you can understand, let him know. But if you're just here to play games, just I'm putting you on notice right now that Yah is bigger. He created the devil, and the devil is destroyed. So you're playing for a losing team. And when he comes, he will not have pity on you unless you have asked him to forgive you and be born again. I'm serious. This is life or death. And any day now, he can step his foot on the Mount of Olives. And it's going to be serious, folks. This is not a game. This is not a game. You might, you might think it is. This is dead serious. Your eternal life depends upon this very moment. Choose what section you want to be in, smoking or non, and stick with it. Because there's coming a day when you won't have an opportunity to make that choice. Amen, bro? Amen. 
Amen. Good word. Thank you. Praise God. Well, yeah, you know, I would we never talk- have gotten out if it hadn't have been for Jesus. I was being chased by half torsos laughing at me, and I was completely paralyzed, laying on my living on my, in my bed. I couldn't move. I had just gotten saved, and I had spiritual warfare that was so extreme. I'm telling you, it's real. It's real. It's a battle. It is a battle. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, thank you yeah. for that testimony. Why don't Absolutely. you, uh, do you want to uh, pray for anyone tonight? Or, we could pray for, uh, we could pray for some teenagers that are, that are really, um, really struggling right now. I really, okay. I just really feel, you know, in Chardon, there was another shooting today, not at the school, but by a Chardon police officer um, on a dude. His mother called the police department with a domestic violence. He was beating, her son was beating his girlfriend and had a knife. So she called 911, and the guy ended up getting shot to death on the corner just down from the high, not not that close to the high school, pretty close, but not, like, right around the corner. And, you know, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I was, you know, roofied and robbed, you know, near Chardon about a month and a half ago. And there is a spiritual darkness that's taking over our area right now. And, you know, Chardon is a very mellow place. It's never had anything like these things that are coming against it, so... Um, you know, maybe I'd just like to pray for the teenagers because they're getting, you know, I have a ministry that's called the Ransom Ranch Project. And the Lord gave it to me originally for troubled youth and then revealed more to me that it would be for single-parent families and their their troubled kids. And um, having seniors come and mentoring and, uh, you know, using rescued uh, horses and dogs and uh, have a music program and so on and learn how to garden and just do a lot of really cool stuff that, um, you know, and witness the power that Jesus Christ has in giving you hope and a future. And just like Jeremiah 29, 11 speaks that, you know, God has a plan for us, a hope, you know, a plan to prosper us and, and um you know, to really fulfill what he has put in our hearts. And, um, you know, Ransom Ranch was was something that I believe he had started, but my horse was killed by a spiritual attack uh, that I rescued for the program. So maybe we'd like to pray for that opportunity. I might have been able to reach the shooter before he had no other alternative than to go out and, kill people that he probably didn't want to kill anyway and now he's going to jail for a really long time and people are dead so um, I guess we could pray for that opportunity or that he would raise someone else up to do it if it's not what you know if it's not for me to do you know right yeah yeah so I'd love prayer for that um, because I would need a lot of money and a very large piece of land with barns and cabins and, or at least, you know, 
fields and pastures and trees and water and stuff like that. Um, but that's really up to the Lord to to take care of. <laughs> and you guys can all come and hang out. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but I really feel like our our teens are really being underserved. Um, and you know, like my son went to youth group last night, and they just had a question and answer session. They didn't discuss scripture at all. So, you know, right. I think it's yeah, How's pretty good. You know, he's doing. I found he was he's doing a little better today. I think, um, and uh, I feel like the Lord's moving in this situation. Amen. Yeah, so I'm I'm very excited about what the Holy Spirit seems to be doing, you know, and uh, I just pray that uh, these folks that have come to join us, you know, will realize that you you know it doesn't matter how hardcore you are, it's it's nothing if God can speak the world into existence, setting you down on your keister is not tough for him whatsoever. He'll do whatever it takes to draw you near if he wants to draw oh, you yeah. near. <laughs> you can't you know, outrun God. <laughs> yeah, you know, God says he'll shake everything that can be shaken. And You know, sometimes when people become a threat to his kingdom, whether it's out of ignorance or they just flat out don't want to serve God, you know, for whatever reason, you know, there, there are a lot of people that are raised in church or had an opportunity to receive the Lord and they just choose not to, you know, but the Bible says to choose you to say whom you will serve. And, you know, it does say that, you know, there's going to be a day when every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, whether it's Amen. on this side of eternity or that one, that's going to happen. And, you know, God's got a way, just like he did with Apostle Paul, who whose first name was Saul, you know, he had to knock him off his horse and blind him and put him through some things uh, to bring him to the knowledge of the truth. Of course, he healed him, and he saved him, he delivered him, and um, used him to write two-thirds of what we call the New Testament. But, um, you know, that was a powerful conversion. But it wasn't rainbows and butterflies, you know. It was, uh, you know, God shaking up his world and bringing circumstances in his life that eventually brought the kingdom. So, you know, we pray... yeah, you know, we just pray for those that, that don't know and for those that, you know, want to make themselves an enemy of God or the enemy of God's people. You know, we just have to keep praying for them. So I just encourage everybody in the chat room that knows Jesus and that has a love for God, just continue to pray for these people. Um, you know, continue to lift them up to God. You know, ask God to draw them to the knowledge of the truth. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty straightforward with my prayers. You know, I pray that God arranging circumstances in people's lives until they come to the knowledge of the truth. Because I know in my life, I was so hard-headed it took that, you know, for me to uh, realize and for me to receive the Lord. So um, I'm just going to pray. We've got a few more minutes, and then we're going to close out the show, and we'll be back tomorrow night, of course. But I'm just going to go ahead and pray. And, um, you know, if you feel led to pray before we close out, go ahead. But um, I'm going to go ahead and start it off, and if we have some time, feel free to you know, close us out. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you, Father God, for your goodness. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. And right now, we just declare your blood is speaking over every person in the chat room, over every Christian, over every non-Christian, that, Father, you are drawing 
Lord, you are willing, you are pulling people towards yourself. And we just declare, Holy Spirit, that you will go out and arrest the hearts, that you will draw the hearts, you will draw every person that is against you, every person that is away from you, every person that is backslidden, every person that has never known you. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ for your kingdom to come and your will to be done in their lives. Father, we pray, Lord God, for the teenagers, Father, and for the adults, Lord, for those that were raised in church, for those that are offended by church, Father, for those that need a touch from you and need their eyes to be opened and the scales to be ripped off their eyes. Father, we pray, Father God, that you would go out in a powerful way and that you would touch these men and women, these teenagers, these adults, Lord, in a genuine way by the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, we pray, Lord God, that even in their ignorance, Father God, you would bring light upon their darkness. And, Father, you would show them their ways, Father, that, Lord, whatever it takes, Father, to shake their world up, Lord, and bring them to the cross. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you would be merciful. Father, that you'd show them mercy. That, Father, you would just cover their ignorance and cover their wickedness, Lord, with your love. That you'd cover them with your spirit and that you would reveal Jesus Christ as Savior in their lives. Father, we just pray right now, Lord, that you would just keep the trolls out of the show, Lord God, that you would just raise up a standard. Father, raise up a shield, Lord, against our enemies. Lord, even as we were talking tonight about the enemies and those that were a threat to Jesus and to his kingdom, to his disciples. Father, we know, Lord God, that we're going to have persecution, that we're going to have enemies, Father. But we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you're touching people tonight in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you're reaching out by the power of your spirit. Lord, we just give you all the praise. Lord, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor tonight. Lord, we say, come kingdom of God. Come will of God. And, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that all the devil's devices, all the attacks of the enemy, Father, you will bring to nothing. You said no weapon formed or fashion against us will prosper or stand. Father, you said greater is he, the Holy Spirit, that's within us than he that's in the world. Father, we thank you that you've given us victory, that there's nothing too hard for you, that we can do all things through Christ because he strengthens us. Father, we speak your blessings over Sherry tonight, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for her testimony. We thank you that you pulled her out of darkness. We thank you that you've given her a vision, Lord, to reach the youth. We thank you, Lord God, that you've given her a vision, Lord, even for her own family, for her son Andrew. Father, we just declare your will be done and your kingdom come in their lives. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you'll use, Lord God, the people of the chapter, Father, to declare your word and to declare your will. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you'll build up the ministries that are represented here the ministries that are represented in the chat room and those that are on blog talk radio that are preaching the truth of your word. Father, we pray that you would cover those ministries, cover those families, cover those marriages, cover those parent-child relationships. Father, cover by your blood and by your spirit, Lord God, everyone that names the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. And we just give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Chris. You know, uh, God just... bless you, and, and you guys keep praying for for my wife Tracy and I, and pray for Sean and Rebecca, and pray for Paul and Olivia, and uh, you know, continue to pray for Sherry and those that are in the chat room. Just keep praying for each other, and just keep blessing each other. And we'll be back tomorrow night. So you guys have a good night.
Right on. All right. Thank you. Good night. Amen. Amen. Good night. Good night. The Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.